So you know what time it is. It's time to talk about Ready to Love, Season 5, Episode 11, All in the Family. Let's go. Alright y'all, so we just gonna jump right in. The gentlemen, they um meet with Tommy and he lets them know Tina stood him up and she ghosted him. And obviously, you know, he's very frustrated as many people have been frustrated and he lets them know she is no longer a part of the experience. But I mean, I guess we figured that she pretty much all but self-eliminated herself, but without communicating it from what it seems. So that's that. Um, Paul talks about how he's frustrated about Tina and he's over Carmen, but he wants to focus his his um, attention on Dakia. And I'm still just kind of like, I don't know if it's just an uneven thing where he wants what she can't give or he's trying to force you know what i'm saying like he's trying to force a square and a peg piece together and they just don't go or square into a circle you know what i'm saying mismatch like i don't know it's just so hard to read paul like it's just i just i just have always had reservations about him and i kind of feel like i wish that dakia would just self-eliminate because I feel like she knows deep down that he's not a romantic connection with her for her but she's just going along with the ride that's how I feel um Demetrius wants to bring it to meet with his mom but they need to take you know they need to meet up and see where they stand so first day is Clifton um he meets up with Joy um and his uncle and his cousin and it's I mean Listen, y'all already know I'm a big fan of Clifton and Joy. They've seemed like the only true organic couple, you know, like from start to finish. And it's obvious, like the the comfort level between them, even when she sat down with his family, it just seemed like, obviously not like they've been together forever, but it just felt like she was just, it just felt natural. It felt natural. And she was talking about how it's been a long while since she met someone's family but she was excited that he wanted her to do that and i mean he talks about how he has some reservations but obviously he ultimately decided it was important enough to do it she's asked why now why are you looking for love now and she basically says like it's time she's used her career to kind of push back the inevitable that she's looking for love and you know probably companionship and just all those things um and, you know, she talks about how he likes, oh, I'm sorry, he says that he likes that he doesn't have to sugarcoat things with her. Um, The uncle asked if she has an issue if Clifton were in a position where he had to have his children full time. And, you know, would that be a problem with her? And she said that it's not a problem because she has a good relationship with her godkids, nieces, nephews. And, you know, she used to teach kids, so that wouldn't be a problem for her at all. Um, and he, the uncle, you know, they're asking really great questions. They're asking about how, you know, she has a career in entertainment and Clifton is a workaholic and how can they bring balance to their relationship? And she brings up how, you know, she knows after this process that she'll be going to Mexico and how, um, every year for six months she works. And I think she said Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Um, and you could tell like 
she gets emotional because I think the thought of getting to the end of this process and then having to leave her new connection really bothers her. Um, and it's just like, you can just tell like the two of them, it's just like, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Um, she excuses herself from the dinner and the family, they're just like, we like her. You can feel the sincerity and, you know, even she talked about how she could see herself at family functions and how she just really enjoyed herself. And I'm, I'm just rooting for them. I'm rooting for them because we really haven't had a couple. I mean, well, no, we've had couples in past seasons that seem like strong couples, but they ultimately didn't make it. So I'm really rooting for them that they make it in real life after this show is over. And I know that the long distance will be difficult, but he talked about how he likes to travel. So, I mean, you know. Maybe you just, they'll just have to find a way to see each other as often as possible, once a month. I don't know. I don't know. I've done long distance for five months, and it was tough. It was really, really tough. So maybe the relationship will cause her to shift, you know, how she does things, or maybe lessen the time that she's away. Because, I mean, being in a relationship is it's spending time together, you know. Sometimes FaceTime don't do it, you know. Um, but, yeah. So Sabrina and Donovan meet up and this whole date, like just, ugh, just, ugh, I was just disgusted. I was just like, why do we even do this? Why do we do this? So Sabrina and Donovan meet up and it's, it's just awkward. And you can just tell by his energy that he's still salty. He's still salty about her saying that he wasn't ready to love. And he feels like she didn't respect him and respect his process and that she didn't reciprocate the energy that he put into the process, I guess, um, into building a relationship with her. And she, he also says he feels like she hasn't been consistent. Um, and it feels like he basically was there to berate is not the word. Cause I think that's too harsh, but like, just kind of dog her out a little bit, like make her feel bad. He's tight. His, his body language is tight. You know, even when she starts talking, he all, but you know, I mean, he's rolling his eyes. He's looking down. He's not making eye contact. It's just like, why did you do this? You, you rather, I'd rather you just send me a text message or call me on a video call than do this. Like you wasted both our time. That's, that's what it felt like. And although she lets him get everything out of his mouth <laughs> and she calls him in a confessional that he's acting like a big baby. And I, I have to kind of agree um she starts talking and he cuts her off and she says she grew distant because of his connection that was grown with Carmen and she felt like before their trip that she had to choose like basically he told her like you need to choose between me and Demetrius and he says in his confessional she's a liar that she's lying about that and I just I don't know this the whole thing was just kind of like this was a bad idea I don't know how fresh this was off of the trip and the brunch but maybe he was still just, it was too soon. But it's like, how did y'all go from liking each other and seeming kind of cool to just like this, like almost like, well, she said she didn't trust him anymore after how he tried to talk about her at the brunch. Um, and so that I understand, but it just seemed like things took a really quick turn. And, I, and I'm, I'm more confused because I'm like, is it that we're not seeing parts of Sabrina? Like we're not seeing the full spectrum of her. And she's showing up a certain way on camera, but outside of the camera, she's another person? Or are y'all truly threatened that she 
hasn't settled down and said, I'm picking you. Because Tori had an issue with it. Donovan had an issue with it. Demetrius had an issue with it. And, like, I'm not saying that they're wrong because at this point in the process, she should kind of be close to choosing who she wants. But at the same time, you can't for like, I think that's the thing about this show. People are so like, we're going to make it to the end. We're going to walk out of this journey together and try to force something that's maybe just not meant to happen instead of being honest with yourself and just being like, hey, this connection doesn't work. Or you basically showed me the sign that I needed to see to know that this isn't something good. And honestly, the way he cut her, like the way he was kind of like salty with her the way he looked at her with disgust I'm just like either we're missing a major key in what's going on or like you don't know how to take things not going your way well because that's what it felt like it felt like a kid who wanted something and it didn't go their way and they're kind of having a tantrum like a grown-up tantrum and up until this point like up until last episode I was a fan of Donovan like he seemed cool you know debonair he's handsome he seemed relaxed confident but like something switched when it came to Sabrina so I'm just very confused like I'm very confused if just we're just not seeing the full picture because it really just comes off as you're mad that she didn't choose you you're also mad because while y'all were away from what we saw she was more um into Demetrius it seemed and every time they showed you you were staring over at her like WTF like what's going on um and so I don't know bro like I just it just didn't sit it didn't sit well with me and I honestly just wish the date didn't happen because it was like so this was a waste because you already told me that you were moving forward with Carmen so you brought me here so you could try to rub it in my face that you're moving forward with Carmen and that our connection is over okay oh well like there's other fish in the sea I mean like you're cute and all but she's pretty too she can find somebody else if she wants to so I don't think she's stunning you so then Paul goes on a date with Dakia and they follow up after the brunch and Paul wants to clear the air about some things that were said. He says that apparently Carmen asked him what type of woman he likes intimately. And he said the type of woman that comes with the fire when she walks in a room or something similar to that. Carmen responds, does Dakia do that for you? And he said, that's really none of your business. And he basically said at the brunch, she tried to spin it. And I can kind of believe that. Like I gave Paul a hard time because I was like, she probably telling the truth. But I can also kind of believe that Carmen probably put a little spin, flipped it and reversed it to um, make him look bad because she feels, I don't know what it is about Dakia. Again, did something happen off camera that we don't understand? Is this truly going back to Eric and you being upset that he's not in the process? Because hello, there's real life. If you and Eric have been trying to link up all this time and it just, the stars weren't aligning, hey, now's your time, girl. Like, it can't be just because of that. I just find it hard to believe. I don't know if it's more so that he got eliminated or the fact that what she revealed put him in a bad light. And because she knows him, she didn't feel comfortable with that. I don't know. But like, it's easy to believe that Karma would put a little salt on it to make it seem worse, hoping that it would knock Dakia down a peg. You know what I'm saying? And when it didn't, she didn't like that. Like, she just has mean girl tendencies. Like, it's just, it's very childish, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, Paul, I'm looking at you sideways, but Carmen, I'm definitely looking at you sideways because we see more of her seeming so competitive to the point that she looks 
woman like she's unfriendly to women then we've seen her in a good light like we have seen her in a good light and i applaud those moments but there's been way more moments of her being catty or her basically saying like she's cool but i'm better and it's just kind of like baby if your if your light is shining that bright you don't need to put someone else's out like you just don't like y'all can both shine in the room and whoever's for you is for you and whoever's for her is for her and that's it you know, even if y'all two personalities don't mesh well, we live in a world where we all don't get along with each other. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, or we don't vibe well with each other all the time, but I'm not going to go, me personally, I don't think it's cool to go out of your way to down somebody else or make them feel bad or whatever. If you're in a space with somebody you don't agree with, just stay away. You go over there, they go over here. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. It's just I don't I don't know if I should blame the producers or what cuz I mean karma what you said is what you said. It's not like they altered it. The things that you said were what you came out your mouth. You know? So yeah. So the kid, you know, basically is like I don't I didn't believe her anyway and I feel like she's been feeling some kind of way since Eric left the show. And Paul says in his confessional that when he looks at the two women, that Carmen is superficial and judgmental and Dakia is classy. And he tells Dakia basically he beats himself up for not fighting to get to know her sooner. He asks if she wants to meet his family and she agrees. And she seems hesitant about it because she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. And it almost feels like in her mind, she knows. Like she's probably like the rest of us. Like, why are you asking me to meet your family? Like, we're not even at that we're not even like on a dating level yet, but okay. And I just kind of felt like this is a moment where it's like, are you being true to yourself? Like, are you really truly curious about your romantic connection with Paul? Or are you doing it to appease and not ruffle feathers and not, you know, make it more difficult or more challenging? Because it's like, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel a thing between them. I feel no romantic sparks from what I see on TV. So I just kind of feel like, we're going through the motions to go through the motions at this point. Like, what what are we doing? Anyway, next is Donovan. Um, he meets up, him and his mom meet up with Carmen and she brings flowers. And his mom talks about how he she raised Donovan um and and she taught him values, not necessarily through her words, but through her actions. And she asked Carmen, you know, what about your son? And Carmen talks about like she knows what it's like to be without. And so she wants to instill that in him, you know, I guess hard work ethic and, you know, that um, it could be more difficult and to appreciate. I'm, I'm filling in gaps here, but that's what I'm assuming. Um, and she talks about how he hasn't seen his dad in eight years. And I think she said her kid is like nine, maybe. Um, so that's pretty sad. And um, Donovan's mom talks about how, you know, if his dad had known what kind of kid he had, Maybe he would have stepped in and been a better example and a better father for him. And Donovan kind of tears up and stuff. And, you know, it was a sweet moment, even though I'm still like Donovan. Donovan and Carmen, both of y'all. But in that moment, it was very sweet. I can't lie. It was sweet. It seemed very sincere. You know, Carmen seemed very tender and understanding. And so, you know, I mean, if y'all two really, truly like each other, and it seems like y'all do, then, then I'm rooting for you. I pray that this isn't a, you're just trying to get to the end together. I, I pray that this is really, truly a connection that you guys have because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but that was a nice scene. And his mom seemed like she's, she's a, she's a handful and a lot of fun. And, 
Um, she says whatever's on her mind and, and all that stuff. So it was, it was a very sweet scene. Um, and his mom said she was impressed. So, I mean, I guess that says it right there. Demetrius meets with Sabrina and she, she feels they have weird, a weird dynamic about them. And she's still kind of stuck on this submissive, being wanting a submissive woman. And he seems very frustrated about the fact that they're talking about it again. Like he kind of expresses that in his confessional, but he said he wants to hear why this is bothering her. And I appreciated that because, you know, like, hey, blame your friend. Your friend put that out there. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't blink. He didn't backtrack. He stood on that. So your friend put it out there and perhaps your personality shines a light on that. And her, his friend saying that just kind of put the last little like, mm-hmm. I knew it. I felt it. I felt it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know. It's like at this moment in the process and maybe even, maybe even a couple weeks before, I feel like Sabrina moves with discernment, right? And she's always had a few choices or at least a couple choices. And I feel like she does get kind of vilified for that, that she won't just snuggle in with one person, you know, whereas you have like a Joy and Clifton where they have a tight connection from jump and they focus on each other. I truly feel like deep down inside, the men don't like that she split her feelings between them. And perhaps that part of the process is what got her confused, you know? And I don't know if it's just that when it's one-on-one, she was telling them one thing, but when they saw each other all in the group, she was showing something else. But she's always seemed to have had a strong, the strongest connection with Demetrius. And I don't know. I don't know if she's just going through the motions to go with the motions. But at this point, you can tell, even before she speaks, that she approaches things with a hesitancy. And I don't know if, you know, between Demetrius and Donovan, if those things took a turn after the brunch, like maybe she was on the fence already. And then after things were said and saltiness came out, that she finally, she finally was kind of like, oh, okay, neither one of these guys are for me. I don't know. And I feel like people are going to give her a hard time and say she's confused. And maybe she is. Like, maybe I'm just not seeing that. But I appreciated that what I got to see from my perspective was someone who's being as transparent and honest with themselves in regards to this process and figuring out how they felt through this process. Um, sorry, I just had to get that out. But he, um, oh, he's talking about the whole submissiveness. You know, they're talking about that. And she thinks that because he has kind of a, take charge personality that that can spill over into his relationships and obviously this is giving her some type of pause and they they even talk about the the taking the last name and how you know he feels strongly about it and she's kind of like but it's not necessary I didn't take my you know my partner's last name in my last marriage and that's just you know, I want us to come together. And he kind of feels like, well, that's kind of part of the deal. Like if we're not, if you're not gonna take my last name, like, are we one? And she's like, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. And I have to agree with her. Like, I think in this society, in this world, women are asked to give up so much. We sacrifice our bodies. And a lot of times because we want to be home with our kids, 
you know, especially during those early years, sometimes we sacrificed our career. We had to change our name legally, you know, or give up our last name legally when we get married, change your license, change your passport, change your mailing address. You know, you have to ch- make so many changes. And I think for so long, it's just been the norm that sometimes people don't even think of it as like, do I have to do that? Does that change the love that we have for each other? I mean, I think the only time it really becomes an issue is when you're kids and you don't have the same name. And I finally kind of got to that point where I had a conversation with my my oldest about that and kind of like, well, you're not really one of us because you don't have our last name. And it's this this is my thing. I believe in hyphenation um, because I have emotional ties to my last name. And I just wasn't ready to let it go. First of all, my last name is Fly. So I just love it. But also there's a huge emotional connection and there's this expectation for women to just give it up. Because you're becoming one with your husband. Guess what? I'm still one with my husband. I still respect him. I still love him. I stand by him. We pay bills together. We have family. You know, the, all those things, those values are still important to me. But to give up my identity and who I am before I even walk, you know, before we start a life together, just feels unfair. Like, it feels unfair to the woman. And I think that as a society, we need to stop that expectation and maybe figure out another way. Like, if you want to change your last name and you and your partner, husband, agree to that, cool. If y'all want to blend y'all name, I mean, that's something new. But if that's what y'all want to do, cool. But if your wife wants to hyphenate her name or she doesn't want to change her last name, again, I think it only gets tricky when you have children together. And perhaps they may feel a way about the fact that they y'all don't have the same last name. Or maybe when, like for me, like if I take them to the doctor or something like that. It's like, you know, low-key people probably be like, like, what's going on here? Like, are y'all divorced? Like, are y'all not really together? Because your son's name is this and your name is that. And it's kind of like, I grew up with that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's not your business if you're passing judgment. But also, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. That doesn't change my day-to-day life. And so I felt like he he seemed like very strong on that. And she very much wasn't. And I could see, okay, there's some differences here that... Y'all may, because he said that would be a conversation. And I'm like, that means that you're probably still not going to be cool with it. And maybe you hope over time she'll change her mind. You'll hope that she falters on it because most likely you're not going to. Um, So yeah, I was kind of, I kind of was on Sabrina's side with that one. Like, I don't know. Everybody feels differently, you know? So he brings up meeting up with her, his family. He said his family's in town and he wanted her to meet up and she declined. She says, I really don't feel like we're at that place yet. And I, if we're going to come and meet your parents, I want us to be, you know, just more of a stronger unit. And you could tell it threw him off. Maybe kind of hurt his feelings a little bit because he probably wasn't expecting her to say no. Um, but again, I, I applaud Sabrina for being honest. You know what I'm saying? She could have went with the motions and said yes. I mean, I do feel kind of like if you've watched the show, you know that that is a part of the process. So I don't feel like you should be surprised by it. But she maybe didn't go into it thinking, okay, when we get to that point, I'm going to say no. I think that maybe because she was juggling so many men, she couldn't focus enough on one. And maybe her intentionality should have been a little different. It should have been a little clearer because... If her and Demetrius were focusing on each other more, 
you know, throughout the process since she felt he was her close, she felt he was her closest or top match, then maybe they would be to that place. Um, and I don't, I, it's not really hard to see that there, there is a disconnect there, but he seems a lot more willing to be like, we can work through this. We can figure this out. And she seems kind of like, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know if my feelings that I feel right now are going to change. So, um, then we go to Paul. He brings his brother, Kellen, to meet the Kia. And the brother, you know, he was really, he was really like getting to the meat and potatoes. You know, his brother was kind of handsome. I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. All right, Kellen. But Kellen was married. I saw his band. Okay, I saw it. Um, but he he asked some some good questions and you know, why is she looking for love? And she's like, Listen, I'm not really looking for love, but I'm ready to be there and open to it when it comes. Um, you know, she talks about how she grew up in DC, she was third in her class, you know, and all her accomplishments and how she's an engineer at NASA and like, girl, yes, name that resume, brag on yourself, do your thing. Um, and you know, how he, how she felt, how she asked how he felt, I'm sorry, he asked her how she felt about, you know, giving up control and having control and stuff like that. And she was like, listen, I'm in control at work all day. That's not necessarily something that I need to have when I go home. Um, you know, but the the day was cool. Like it was cool. It's like, okay, we did it. But again, you can, t there's not, there's nothing there. I know from watching this show, like, I don't know her, you know, but from watching this show, you know what it's like when she lights up. When she went out with Clifton, her eyes lit up. She leaned in. She giggled. She, you know what I'm saying? She was flirty. She was, it was just a different energy. Even when she met Eric the first time or, you know, when they were, uh, when they had that little barbecue, you know, it was, it, there was a closeness that she wanted. There was all of that. But when she's with Paul, there's a separation there. It's more of a, let's give a side hug, not a full hug. Like it's obvious. And I just feel like, why are you, why are y'all dragging it to the end? Are the producers saying everybody can't drop like flies? Like what's going on? Because this isn't it. Like maybe it could be something that she does say she, she sees his potential. Um, you know, at one point in the show and the brother says he sees potential in her like as a match and that she would be a good match for him. But I don't feel like the key is feeling that. Again, I'm going to say what I said before. I think Paul is kind of like an 80-20. Like, Paul's like, wow, I really was missing out. I need to lean in on this one. And the key is kind of like, oh, do you? Do we have to? I'm kind of good, actually. I don't know. You know, but again, I feel like the key should have. She honestly, when Eric left, I mean, I'm not I get why she stayed to explore. But, like, I kind of feel like, yeah you kind of know your connections aren't there you know that there's not someone else for you here and you could about you know you could about out gracefully but I also get that people want to be a part of the process and <sighs> I don't know this show is just kind of like what are we doing now come on DMV you let me down um so yeah last but not oh no almost last but not least gentlemen's lounge they meet again this will be their last gentleman's lounge to meet and deliberate clifton um tommy of course wants to know wants to know what happened clifton talks about how you know joy fits right in and she is welcome and you know they, they he kind of hints on the distance and her moving to new mexico and you know tommy's like you know i'm rooting for y'all 
you know, the stars are aligned. I mean, you could just see the way Clifton talks about her. You can tell he is all in. He wants that girl and she wants him. And I, I hope they work it out. Um, Paul talks about Kellen. Kellen saying the key is a good pick for him. And Tommy questions the connection because he's like, but Paul, why are you picking the Kia? And, um, you know, I feel like Tommy's questioning it because probably almost everybody else is questioning. Like, what, what are we doing here? Are you wasting her time? Are you giving her lines? Are you serious? Are you lying? Do you just want to make it to the end? Do you want to be one of the people that makes it down to the couch at the reunion? Like what's going on? Like a part of me wants for them, if if next week is the finale and they get to the meeting point, I don't want her to not necessarily not show up, but I don't want her to accept it and act like they're going to kiss or something like that. Like I want her to be like, you know, you're a great guy and you know da 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 but you're not we're not ready to love each other or something like that i don't know but i I just do not see it i don't see it i don't see it um donovan says sabrina doesn't take accountability like he again with the saltiness like you his energy is salty sir what is going on and he's like you know i met a sabrina basically she don't take accountability and Tommy's like, okay, well, what didn't she take accountability for? And I was like, yes, Tommy, hold his toes to the fire. And he's like, well, she don't take accountability for anything. He's like, let's not skirt around the issue. What is it that you're talking about? And, you know, she felt like she doesn't take accountability as far as choosing between him and Demetrius. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, I think even if it was, if Sabrina was a guy and they were girls, they would feel some kind of way because they feel like at this point, like, who are you going to choose? And maybe it's because they feel like, well, I'm holding up my choices, waiting on you. I don't know. I just, I just kind of was like, Donovan, you're still salty and I don't understand. Uh, He talks about how Carmen met his mom and that went well. And that really, you know, made him feel good. Demetrius talks about meeting Sabrina and she declined meeting with the family and he said he understood her stance, but not really. And Tommy says this was an important step. And he questions why she would not want to meet the family. Tommy says one more night. They're going to have one more night. And it's going to be hot. Because I think everybody thought, okay, this is over. We're about to make our final choice. It's about to be done. And Tommy was like, actually, we got a little more. Um, and maybe because they were like, y'all, we running out of people and stuff to do. We need to find a way to keep this going one more week so we have enough footage. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sabrina meets with Demetrius for a date. And he's, like, coming in optimistic. He's like, this is a good time to rebuild our relationship. Like, you know, it's still the beginning, and I'm hopeful. And Sabrina came out. I mean, she, she seemed like she was, like, ready for the date. And, you know, they kind of talk about her declining to meet the family. And she's just like, you know, um, about that, like... My dad doesn't meet my boyfriends. He he doesn't meet until basically it's time to ask for a hand in marriage. And, um, you know, I just, she just basically was like, I just kind of feel like, you know, there's really, you're a really great person. And I hate to say it, but I just don't think my person is here. And you could tell Demetrius was blown back. Like, I'm sorry, what? Like, huh? And I don't know if he was disappointed because he didn't expect her to reject him because she kind of was basically alluding to the fact that he was her top pick or if he felt some kind of way because, um, because 
I don't know, maybe he just didn't see it coming. Like maybe he thought they were moving in one direction and she was not on that same page. And I think that speaks also to their disconnect. Like they're just clearly in two different, on two different waves. And I don't know, I feel like Sabrina's going to catch a lot of heat because it kind of comes off as her being confused. But I actually think she's actually pretty clear. And unfortunately, yeah, that comes at the cost of maybe the guy's feeling a little embarrassed because maybe they didn't explore other connections or whatever. But y'all could get together and commiserate about it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I think she's just like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time going through the song and dance, you know. And I mean, basically, based off what she said, you're not going to be my family. Like maybe they, I don't know if they knew family, there was going to be another family meetup, but she's like, you're not going to be my family. So, you know, what's up? What's the point? And Demetrius, you know, is kind of stunned and, you know, he... He talks about how it's going to take a while to kind of get over that fact, but he'll be fine and he'll be rooting from her for her from afar. And she says the same. And um, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, you, you know, after she basically self-eliminates, Demetrius is like, I came in, you know, you're my top coming in and you're my top going, you know, you're my one going out. So he also self-eliminates that date and basically is like, we're going to walk out of this separately. So I think he was expecting to make it to the end. I mean, they're pretty much already there. And I think he thought probably after Donovan and her fell out that it was going to clear the path for the two of them to move forward. And I think she still had a lot of reservations and things that, you know, she says, like, there's things that Donovan thinks, oh, we can just kind of skirt past this and work through. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. And I don't know if I want to. And I don't want to not be true to myself and honestly both of them at the end in their own confessional says you know I should listen to my gut and Demetrius kind of alludes to the fact that maybe people were saying things to him and he wasn't paying attention and he didn't want to see it so I don't know I don't know if the reunion we're gonna get some extra tea because I'm just I'm confused but I kind of respect Sabrina for not doing that so bye Sabrina bye Demetrius it's been real um, I mean, I'm glad that y'all didn't drag it out and make it something that it wasn't. And then we found out the reunion, y'all not still together. So anyway, I'm so sorry, y'all. Usually I try to keep it under 30 minutes. I'm a little long winded, but if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, Ready to Love is winding down. I know I'm behind on Put a Ring on It and Love and Marriage Huntsville and I'm playing catch up is no joke, but I'm, tr I'm trying my best to get them out. It's, it's a crazy weekend, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just do do two episodes a night so I can get current because Ready Love's about to be over and I think we're all kind of over it. Um, So yeah, so next time, please share, subscribe. If you have suggestions, you can send an email to go wtfpodcast at gmail.com. That's go wtfpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, peace, be safe, and I'll see you again next time. Mwah.